0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Season 3 of the Faith for Work podcast from Biblical Business Training. On this podcast, we share stories from Christian leaders who are living out BBT's mission and vision of faith for work and leadership for life. I'm your host, Jordan Dollar, and I hope this podcast empowers you to take your faith to all the places where God sends you. I hope you will stay tuned this season. We've lined up an incredible slate of Christian leaders and experts in many areas of faith and work. In today's episode, we're giving you a little glimpse behind the curtain at BBT. We will be talking with BBT's Director of Content, Sarah Hari. Sarah is the longest-tenured employee here at BBT. She is responsible for all of BBT's curriculum and our social media accounts. Initially coming on part-time to help with administrative tasks, Sarah's role has been constantly evolving. In this episode, Sarah will share with you about BBT's curriculum, where it comes from, how it's adapted, and how you can best use it to have an amazing workplace Bible study. I've always been in awe of Sarah's ability to condense a subject down to its most core essence and then communicate it in an engaging way. I'm in awe of her talent and the curriculum that she produces curriculum is at the core of what we do at BBT, and it's Sarah that makes it all possible. So without further ado, let's jump into our interview with BBT's Director of Content, Sarah Hari. So Sarah, you're BBT's most seasoned employee, having been with us 10 years, your, your role has changed a lot from uh, coming on to help out our director with largely administrative tasks, to being our curriculum editor, to your current uh, new full-time role as content director. Could you tell us a little bit of how you came to be in this position?
1: Sure. Um, I've worn a lot of hats at BBT, like you said. Um, I just have that personality that I see a need and I'll jump in and, um, if I don't know how to do it, I'll figure it out. And so, um, originally there was a need with curriculum and, uh, just doing some editing in the beginning. Um, but then I really, uh, took a liking to how it was produced and keeping the, uh, target market our group leaders in mind. And um, so I kind of took that over and we have developed relationships over the years to um, have resources that are theologically sound and um, biblically based in order for us to create the curriculum that's easy for people to use. So I don't have A theology degree, Um, I'm learning alongside our end user, which I think actually helps because then it allows for the Bible studies to be approachable and more user-friendly. And I think that's really important for the busy working people that we target, obviously, to be able to utilize these resources.
0: As someone who is uh, theologically trained, I, I know what a, a benefit that is. Uh, we, we tend to nerd out theologically and want to say too much. And uh, one of the things I really admire about you in this role is uh, the way that you take something huge, a, a very long Sunday school lesson or a book, uh, just... Tons of pages, and, and you come out with something that's a few pages long and, and really gets to the heart of the matter.
1: <laughs> well, you and some of the other coworkers around always joke about me being the condenser. And so I've told people that's my superpower. I take a whole lot of stuff and break it down into the nitty gritty, you know, the key points. And um, for curriculum, that's a blessing because then the people that aren't theologically trained, that don't have time to create Bible studies, um, they can utilize this material.
0: So where where does the BBT curriculum come from? What, what are your starting points as you create curriculum?
1: Well, that's changed uh, over the years. The original study was from David Stewart's book, Doing Business by the Good Book, um, based on a relationship that the founder and David had at the time. Uh, and then we, uh, we were blessed to have um, a, an introduction to Christianity Today. And so now uh, we have sources from a variety of Christian backgrounds. Um, we have Christianity Today, we use various pastors that we have relationships with, um, and of course book authors like David Stewart, Uh, but also Matthew Kelly, and then some others that we're working on currently.
0: I know uh, one of the challenges with using Bible study curriculum outside of the church is that element of not having a shared theological background. You know, it's easy uh, if we're all Methodist or if we're all Baptist or if we're all Catholic to pick a Baptist or Methodist or Catholic resource and use that with our group. Uh, but um, it's really cool that BBT is able to draw from a really wide variety of sources and then make that accessible to people outside of those denominational backgrounds and, and these, these mixed audiences. As I like to tell people, uh, being based here in St. Louis, we can pretty much guarantee if you start a group, you're going to have two Catholics, a Presbyterian, a Lutheran, a Baptist. Uh, you know, There's, there's going to be a pretty solid mix.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: So Sarah, uh, what is the process? How do you adapt to the curriculum?
1: Well, like you said, Jordan, when we adapt the curriculum, we really want to keep in mind that it be universal. Ecumen- ecumenical is the you know fancy term, but we don't want it to have a specific religious or denominational voice. So a lot of what I have to do is take that voice out We want to keep the author's voice um, where appropriate, but we also want to make sure that it's approachable for anybody, whether they're a new believer, a non-believer, a lifelong believer. I try to keep our group leaders in mind with each one and what might they be struggling with at work today or how might the scripture speak to us right now, today. And so we make sure that um, the Bible studies aren't based on interpretation, uh, which, like you said, many church-based Bible studies might approach it that way. Uh, Ours is application-based, so where truth meets life. Um, It allows the truths of God's God's Word to influence our thinking and change our behavior in specific tangible ways rather than us interrogating the scriptures to discover the truth about it, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think so. You know, one of the things that I like to tell potential group leaders when I talk to them, you know, one one of the real concerns is, is my workplace going to want me to have a Bible study if we all get into an argument all the time? And so, you know, I, I like to use the example of the story of uh, the Ethiopian eunuch in the book of Acts. Uh, you know, um, Philip is is passing down the road when he hears the Ethiopian eunuch in his chariot reading the scriptures and uh, he stops and speaks to him and uh helps him understand the scriptures in light of Jesus and the eunuch says uh, well here's water why should not I be baptized and so you know if we were creating denominational studies we might be tempted then to to ask some questions about how we interpret baptism why we baptize right. the ways the way that we do uh but you know not having that luxury being in the workplace you know what I like to tell the group leaders BBT curriculum is not going to focus on that. BBT curriculum is going to focus on something more real-life application-based, like how can I tell when God is working in somebody's life and what do I do to be part of that and help?
1: Yep, exactly.
0: So, Sarah, the, uh, the BBT curriculum is delivered via our online system, Go Connect, and it comes in three parts. We call it the BBT123. Uh, what are those parts of the curriculum for, and and
1: how do they work? So the BBT 123 is comprised of an agenda, a group leader guide, and a recap. Uh, the agenda gives an illustration and scripture-based questions uh, so that people can learn and apply the biblical principles. Uh, the group leader guide is so that anybody can facilitate the discussion. So we say here at BBT, if you can read, you can lead. So we just want to make it really easy for anybody to pick up the study uh, and run with it. Um, we do a lot of shared leadership. So that way, if somebody misses a meeting, somebody else can just pick up the ball and run with it. Uh, and then the recap, in case you do miss a meeting, um, is just a summary. It's, an, it's designed to encourage community and accountability between meetings. So that way, <clears throat> you still feel part of everything. You still get the prayer requests and things like that um, if you if you aren't able to make a meeting. So
0: You know, one of one of my favorite aspects is the uh, the agenda, because uh, as I like to tell people, you know, I'm someone that's probably going to show show up not having prepared, Uh, because I'm an extrovert. I feel comfortable jumping into the conversation, particularly when it's Bible study, because I've done this for a number of years. Uh, But I always have to remember that there are people in the group that want to read the scripture and take some serious time to think about the question before they feel comfortable answering. So, you know, I love that that agenda goes out and those people that do want to be really well-prepared and have something thoughtful in advance can do that and can make notes in Go Connect of, of to remind them of what they were thinking about with that scripture.
1: Yeah. The GoConnect system makes it really easy to use and it, it just takes a lot of the administrative work out of things. So it just delivers it to the people in advance so people can review it. Um, it also gives a leader an opportunity if they want to just look things over and maybe come up with some, um, some ways that they could answer the questions or choose questions, right? We give four to five in, in every study, but maybe they just want to choose a couple based on what their group is dealing with in, in the current sit- situation. So um, they can they can do that as well, so...
0: So, Sarah, we, we talked about the curriculum being application focused. Um, can you provide a little bit more about what that means and uh, maybe a little bit about the, uh, the application question and the lead question that happened in the curriculum?
1: Sure. the application, um, we just try to um, help people to think about how God's word is applying to their life right then in the moment. Um, and allowing you know God's truth to really speak to them. You know it's it's God's living word, and so it, it's different every time, right? So you might read the scripture this year, and it it, t- it tells you one thing, and then next year, you know, your life circumstances may be completely different, and so that very same scripture um, may speak to you very differently. And so um, you know, we really try to ask questions that get to um, to it to be personal, a personal application of what God's word is saying in that that moment. Um, So the the application question and the lead question um, are sort of a way to hold yourself and your group accountable. Um, So the application question is sort of an overall summary question of how am I going to apply what I learned today in this lesson to my life? Um, maybe it's an actionable thing. Uh, maybe it's things you can think about. Uh, and then the lead question is: if you're in a in a setting in the workplace in particular, or even at home in your family, right? If you're if you're a leader, right? Asking yourself, okay, what for me when I'm communicating with other people, when I'm leading other people, when I'm leading a meeting, whatever the the situation that you're in. How could I use what I've learned in the scriptures and how God is changing me? Um, How can I utilize um, that to be a blessing to other people? So uh, the lead question is more designed for um, that personal, like for you personally. Um, And then the application is sort of more of a group focus um, and accountability uh, to what you learned from the scriptures.
0: One of the the really productive things that group leaders can do is uh, at the beginning of the next meeting, particularly, you know, as people are filtering in sitting down, you know, maybe you're not all the way ready to start yet asking about that application question, you know, did, did anyone do some more thinking on this? Did anyone take some action based on this? What, what was your experience with that? And it, it provides a really cool way to encourage people to, uh, make that bible study about taking action on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's a great way to start conversation too, right? So, how did you apply this last week? What did you, you know, what did you what was your takeaway and did you take action? We talked about you doing this, did you? You know, it's kind of just a way to to keep each other hold each other accountable to living it out wherever you are in the workplace, at home, in your churches, you know, wherever God may may send you.
0: So, one of the things that I really love about the curriculum is that it's adaptable to different places, different styles. Uh, I know Lori, our CEO, uh, has said before that she has occasionally totally forgotten about a meeting and walked in not having seen the agenda or group leader guide, you know, and it's as simple as. Asking someone to read the story at the beginning of the agenda, then asking someone to read a scripture, and then asking the question that's printed on the paper and giving people time to answer. I, I know for myself, when when I prepare a lesson, uh, I like to read the scriptures and read the questions and ask myself, you know, what's most important for where the people in my group are right now? You know, what, what of this is going to speak most to their lives? And then I just rearrange the questions uh, to make sure that the, those questions that God's leading me to come first. And sometimes I'm wrong about that. Sometimes I don't hear God's leading, and we we zip right through those first few questions because no one has anything to say about it. And the very last one is the one that we end up talking about. Um, but Sarah, you've also led groups and been part of groups. Uh, what what's your process when you prepare curriculum?
1: You know, I love that it's because the format is the same, you know, it's the BBT one, two, three, every single time the format is exactly the same. So you know exactly what you're going to get. And so, um, you know, I've had times where, you know, the person who we thought was going to lead didn't show up. And so you just have to kind of run with it. Other times I've really spent time, like you said, praying about it. How is God um, talking to me through the scriptures and how I think it might apply to the people uh, in the group, what they're dealing with. on a daily basis. So, you know, I, I think that's the great thing about it is it, it's fluid. It can, you know, work for whomever, however they like to walk into a meeting and, and lead it. Um, and it also helps the shared leadership approach, right? So then anybody can pick it up and take it and run with it. And, uh, You know, so taking turns, right, taking turns leading it, taking turns reading the scripture, um, asking the questions, it's all right there for you. So it's super easy to use um, that anybody can can do it in whatever way works for them, which I think is is the blessing of the, the the format.
0: I know uh, for me, I feel like stories are really powerful in helping to create discussion. Uh, So one of the things that I will do, you know, as I think about those scriptures and those questions is I I might make some notes for myself of a story from my life that it makes me think about. And I I have a policy when I tell stories about myself uh, from the pulpit, uh, examples where I messed up have to outnumber examples where I did the right thing, uh, because (laughs) You know, part of this Christian life is none of us is more holy than anyone else. You know, we're, we're sure. all in need of God's grace. And so, yes. you know, there's something really powerful if you can model for your group that it's OK to tell stories about when you didn't do the right thing and that that vulnerability leads to a great deal of honesty that really helps further that conversation.
1: For sure, the vulnerability in small group is is the key to the community building, and you know we one of our promises at BBT is that you are going to find that kind of community. People are willing to share and willing to be vulnerable with one another, and it, it really just it helps solidify the group, and it and it really brings that community feel um, that you just don't want to miss week week to week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Sarah, uh, if I'm interested in BBT's curriculum, how should I use the curriculum?
1: Uh, Well, you can get it through GoConnect. All you have to do is click on the Start Leading button on the website and fill out the form. And then you have access to our GoConnect system. You can look through it there. You can also look through it on the website on the curriculum page. Um, there are samples there, so you can kind of preview it, and see what the lesson might be about, what the volume might be about. Um, they vary from you know a couple of lessons on you know a certain topic to you know up to probably about twelve, so you could get about you know twelve weeks or so worth of um, you know studies out of one volume. So they they vary, and it, we do that in case you know people just have a couple weeks to get together or. Really, they have a season that they want to get together and meet. Um, so we have a variety of, of lengths in order to, to serve them best.
0: So Sarah, how do I use the agenda to run a meeting?
1: So the agenda is um, sort of the, the uh, I guess you say, outline for the meeting, right? So the, the first part of it just introduces the concept for the study for the week um, and then it gives the scriptures and the discussion questions um, for you to um, use as a as a guide. Um, it's designed to just be a one hour uh, format. It's easy to use through GoConnect, our proprietary web based platform. Um, you can take prayer requests. So in GoConnect, you can um, record people's prayer requests. Those also will show up on the recap then at the end of the meeting for anybody who missed. Um, the application question is a good place to sort of recap from the, the week prior. Um, and then you just ask somebody to read the story, you know, it kind of introduces the, the concept and um, gets you thinking about what you might be talking about that week. And then um, each person just can take take turns really that uh, reading the scripture uh, and then asking the questions.
0: So, Sarah, we've got a, a wide variety of curriculum. Uh, some of it is topical, uh, based around a certain issue. Some of it uh, is based on a section of the Bible, perhaps uh, one of the epistles or a book of one of the prophets, uh, and some of it is seasonal. You know, we have uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving materials. Uh, what's what's some of your favorite curriculum?
1: Oof, that's hard. Um, you know, they're all a labor of love um, as I work through uh, and adapt it in order to make it user-friendly for, um, for everybody. Um, you know, they all speak to people in different ways. Um, I guess if I had to say probably Nehemiah, it's just so real and raw for people, you know, leading in today's workplace. Um, I also, I guess I love Radical Jesus. Just because it is kind of radical, it's a little bit deeper dive than most of our studies. So if you've got a group that um, they're pretty seasoned in their faith and they really want to dig in, um, I love Radical Jesus for that. Um, there's Philippians, there's Mark, there's Luke, you know, all of them are, they're all, um, you know, for for various seasons, right? For various circumstances, I think that um, they're all... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that I could choose one.
0: <laughs> so I, I know one of the cool things about BBT uh, with all this curriculum is you have access to help with it. Uh, as, as a coach, uh, probably my most common thing is help with curriculum selection. Uh, but folks not only have access to me, uh, but the, the ultimate authority in, on all things curriculum, Queen of Contents, Sarah Hari. Uh, So Sarah, how can people connect with you to learn more about you or about BBT's curriculum?
1: Uh, Just our website, b-b-t.org. And uh, I'm on the leadership page. My contact information is there. Uh, And then, like I said before, you can review the curriculum. Uh, On the curriculum page, there are samples there so you can see what's all available, what's coming new uh, soon. And um, it also kind of describes the BBT123 as well. So if you have any questions about that too.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you were inspired and encouraged by that interview. I know that I'm inspired every day by working and collaborating with Sarah. I love being on a team where we all come from different Christian backgrounds and can help each other access more material and check each other to ensure that our curriculum is truly accessible to all Christians. To learn more about and to connect with Sarah, visit b-b-t.org slash leadership. To see samples of the wide variety of curriculum available, visit b-b-t.org slash curriculum. To learn how to use BBT's curriculum, connectivity tools, and coaching to lead a life-changing Bible study with your co-workers, colleagues, or friends, visit b-b-t.org and click the Start Leading button. Completing the form there will send you six emails over six days explaining everything that you need to know to get started. To support BBT financially in order to keep our resources free for all users, visit b-b-t.org slash contribution. If this podcast has impacted you, share it with friends and leave us a review on the app that you use to listen. You can connect with Biblical Business Training on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, and wherever you are, may you have a blessed day.